We are back. Coleman, Braden, and Loretta. We are previewing the 2022 U.S. World Champ Trials. We picked our five favorite events to argue over for your viewing and listening pleasure. <laughs> Let's get it guys. started. This is the women's. <laughs> this is this is our preview for the women's side. We are starting with women's 200 breast. It seems obvious, or it did to me at least, that it was going to be a three-pony show. Lily King, Annie Laser, Lydia Jacoby. But we have our dark horse of Kate Douglas, who we don't even know if she's swimming it. But if she does, it seems pretty likely that she could make the team. Who do you predict top two women's tuna breast? What do we know what Kate Douglas's best long course time is? It was the whatever 224 she went the other day, right? I think it's, I think she went 223. The, the other day. I don't think Lydia's got, I, I think Kate can be top three. I think she can beat Lydia. Um, nothing between trials and now indicates that Lydia suddenly found a 222 or 221 in the 200 breaststroke, right? Like I haven't seen anything. Um, Do we so think I don't know that Annie can throw down a 221. It's hard to say. I can't get a good read on her. I feel like we haven't heard much from her. She was 224 in San Antonio. She oh, was 222 good. in Chicago. Um, so really? that Damn. That's pretty that, good. Yeah. That 222.5 in Chicago indicates to me she can. I think she's still the favorite. You know, the Kate Douglas obviously has the 200 AM where she's going to be a star in. It really, I think it comes down to event selection for Kate. If she's, if she, if she gets, you know, big eyes trouble, but I think if she has a focused schedule, it's, it's down to a touch, right? Um, I think, I think Lily's going to be back and, and focused and at her close to her best, at least. Um, so I do think Lily will win it. Uh, it's a toss up between the other two. You got to like Kate Douglas's momentum, but you know, she, she, it's like, she moves forward so much each season that it's hard to project what she's going to do in the opposite course. Like she was so good in long course. And then we have to wait to see if the short course is going to catch up and short course, sure enough, caught up. And so now we have to wait and see if the long course is going to catch up. So it's all I'm going to say is Lydia Jacoby, nobody, I don't care, Brayden, if you said you did, nobody expected her to win Olympic gold in the hundred breast. So I'm just saying the fact that she's in the top five for the 200, anything can happen with this girl, anything. But if we're looking at her time, so in, in Westmont, she was one Oh six, eight in the hundred and two twenty eight Oh in the 200. So if you extrapolate that, even if she, you know, drops three seconds in the hundred, Five seconds. <laughs> yeah, she goes a 101. Um, even if she drops, you know, two and a half seconds in the hundred from that time and five that you know that turns into five seconds off the two hundred, she's still not I probably not on the team. She's probably in the battle at that point, but that still probably doesn't put her on the team. All right. Women's two hundred breasts is gonna be a barn burner. I didn't expect it, but I'm glad we had this conversation because now I'm <laughs> stoked for it. Uh, one that I'm really excited to talk about and see women's hundred free there. We put out our article or we, sorry, we put out a poll about this and our viewers were torn right uh, over who would be the top women's hundred freestyler. 
there's just so many options. We've got Tori Husk. We've got Claire Curzon. We've got Abby Weitzel. We've got Erica Brown. We've got Olivia Smoliga, Natalie Hines. I mean, that's just the top. That's just the tippy top, right? <laughs> someone can come up and surprise us. Who do you have as your top 100 freestyler? Is the, the tippy top the top equivalent of teeny weeny? that won't make sense because that was in a separate podcast but if we did this all in one podcast that (laughs) joke would be funny why you guys are laughing and nobody else is um do we think simone is gonna race no i just because we haven't seen her i'm saying no i'm saying no if she did i think think she's probably if she's if she's probably figuring out if she still wants to do it. And if she is, we'll probably see her at like us nationals in August. Right. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's a, it's a funny over again, what the Australians are doing. It's it's like, it's wide open in a bad way. Maybe I, I am waiting to see who is going to be our next in this. Who's going to be that 52 low 51 high. Um, and so like that makes me high on Tori and Claire, right? Because they're the, they're the teenagers. They're the ones that are rising towards that distance. I think Abby's going to be a solid contributor. She's going to be what the U S needs on the relays, but it, it sort of feels like she's in a more stable spot. I think she's past the point of her career where she's going to be dropping half a second or a second. I could be wrong. Um, but that's just what it feels like to me. So, you know, Tori and Claire, it's a, it's a lot of pressure on them. This race seems like one for somebody to just come and drop a hammer that we didn't expect. Like Kate Douglas, I guess Gretchen Walsh could, and I guess that wouldn't be totally unexpected. Um, but I'm trying to, I'm looking through the rankings right now to see who's young and, and might be on right their way up. You're shaking your head. I, I'm, I'm, I, am, I am, because it's like the Australians are here. It's not looking through the pipeline it's people who are already here you yeah, know but we're it, talking about world's trials um yeah. and i'm talking, talking about, about u.s australians are, are australians yeah. eligible to make the u.s world championship team i, I don't know i haven't i haven't read the selection <laughs> criteria closely coleman could you check on that for me? i'm talking about when it matters on the podium in budapest who is going to be standing there with medals on their necks it's not maybe Americans. We cannot not. have Loretta on U.S. preview podcast because <laughs> all she wants to talk about is non-Americans, Australians, and Europeans. Um, like, know. what about a Camille Camille Spink? What about Leah Hayes? She had a great no. 200 IM in Westmont. No. Um, I feel like they could. could pop on I feel like they could definitely get on the team, especially if we do end up taking six, which we normally do. But as we saw with Ryan Held, doesn't always happen. But uh, I I really think. Claire Curzon is going to have her, her real breakout season long course. I think last year at trials, she was super nervous and kind of faltered, didn't go best times, made the team. But I think this year she's going to pop off in a big way that that's, that's who there's I'm no seeing. doubt. It's, there's no doubt. She is absolutely blowing me away in every event. Every single time, you know, it, it's hard to see Claire, who went a fifty-eight-seven and the hundred back, not being able to go a fifty-two and the hundred free. Um, Erica Peleas, who went fifty-five, fifty-five-five, I think, at just kind of a throwaway local meet at fourteen years old last year, 
Um, she might be due for another surge forward, so she could be one to sneak in there. I, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling a little bit of a, of a new blood in this one. And I don't know if that's hopeful thinking because I think we it need is, blood. it is. Um, <laughs> I think Erica Brown could miss the team. Natalie, Natalie, maybe Natalie Hins is going to have a a comeback now back at Florida. Maybe she's going to find a second sort of um, second wave of of drops and maybe she'll become the one. So similar event with a lot of similar competition and talent, women's hundred fly. Uh, Again, this one was so tight at trials a year ago. We saw Husk and Curzon get their hands on the walls. Dahlia just missed out. Kate Douglas just missed out. We're going to see all of them back in action. All of them have been swimming great, as a matter of the fact. We got Natalie Hines in here. We got Erica Brown in here. <laughs> this is going to be such a deep field. Um, I know. Do you, do you see Husk and Curzan making the team again? See, that's why I'm choosing Dahlia. Because she might do maybe a hundred free, maybe a hundred fly. So I think this is the same story we talked about last year with trials. And we saw Husk and Curzan um, at trials pick that up. You know, Claire, Claire has the benefit over a lot of swimmers in this field, like Kate Douglas, um, like Tori Husk, that she doesn't have the NCAA conflict. So she can kind of line up her season however she wants to. Um, I think Reagan Smith is in this conversation. If she winds up swimming it, yeah. there's not an obvious, uh, scheduled conflict for her. There's a 50 back that day, but she seems like the kind of swimmer that would not be interested in the 50 back. I don't um, think people should get, should discount Kelsey Dahlia though. I really don't, I don't think, think so. we should discount her, but have you seen anything since trials? I guess that short course world record, but have you seen anything in long course that indicates that she's going to catch up to these young swimmers? Cause that's what she needs to do. She can't just be at her best. She needs to be better than her best. Agreed. Agreed. But I do think she has kind of kept her cards close to her best. So we don't really know what to expect. So I don't think we can totally count her out. Yeah, I mean she's gonna be in the mix, right? Like she's gonna to be top yes. four for sure. But like yeah. I don't I don't think she's gonna to be top two. I just think Tori and Claire, I think this is their event for the foreseeable future. But again, Kate Douglas, if anybody's gonna disrupt that, I don't think it's gonna be Kelsey. It's gonna be Kate Douglas. Do you think that Kate will <laughs> Kate has like you know seven events she can swim, right? It's like, can she focus on and make the team in two IM, two breast? And hundred fly, and I think she'll swim the hundred free, right? I I, I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> it's day I, one. And you know, I don't I don't think spots. they're I don't think at Virginia they're afraid of anything, right? Like I don't think big schedules um, scare them at all. And as sort of atypical as her schedule is, when you go through it, it's hundred free day one, two hundred breast day two, hundred fly day three. She can have an off day on day four going into her best event, 200 IM day five. So like if you're going to swim four events, it doesn't really work out any better than that, I think, for her. So that's okay, probably so can I just say up. something. So mate say Matt Sates in South Africa swam nine events, only qualified in two, two events in South Africa. Yeah, but okay. he's not Kate Douglas. 
I'm just putting that out there. Okay, but you guys totally tout him as oh, this like NCAA Messiah it, dude. Yeah, you but know? it's also, it's context, Loretta. Men at 19 doing fast things is a different thing than women at 19 because women I, at I, 20 I, are in their peak. <laughs> Matt Sates is four years away from his peak. Loretta, so I was curious about, about this. Sates did he actually yes. did he actually swim all nine events that he, he was did. entered in? He did. He did. And he qualified in two. It was the 2 a.m. and the two free. So right. he he may be on the roster for additional events. We don't have the entire South African roster yet. I'm just using it as an example. Okay. <laughs> I I think it would be a heavy schedule for Kate. I don't see her swimming all four events. I feel like she might do three, but uh, we'll see. It's it'll be exciting regardless. Next up on our list, another Kate Douglas event, two hundred IM, <laughs> which commenters were stoked about. Maybe that's just because Alex Walsh is a fan favorite. I don't know, but <clears throat> nonetheless. I, I they have the stranglehold as of now, right? Kate and Alex, the UVA team in the two IM. Do you guys see anyone else breaking through? Who else is there? <laughs> Leah Hayes. We got Leah Hayes, who's the young gun who's coming. She's ascending. Madison Cox retired. Kathleen Baker. We don't really know what's up with her. Megan Do you guys think Small, Kathleen Baker will swim at retired. trials? Tori. Nope. Not really. Yeah, I don't either. I wish she would. People people really were excited about her. They're like, we hope Kathleen comes, but I don't think she will. Yeah, Tori, I assume Tori is not going to swim it and will swim the 50 free on day five instead, right? Yeah. I think she should, she should skip it, um, personal opinion. And finally, last event for our women's preview, the 100 back where we will see Reagan Smith, Ryan White, Phoebe Bacon. Who is the second Olympian? <laughs> it's Ryan White and uh, oh, Reagan. Sorry, it was Ryan and Reagan. Olivia Smaliga got third. Do we see Smaliga bouncing back and making the team here? I still think there's just too much depth. Um, you know, Arizona State, they had some good success with their men this year. They still don't seem like they've figured out their women. Um, so that, that change, I don't have a lot of confidence in that change right in this moment. And I think Catherine Burkoff is coming like a freight train. Um, so I, I, I just don't see it from Smoliga. What has she done recently? What were her times at the pro swims? I, I, they weren't amazing. I mean, Claire was like on another level with the 58, seven in San Antonio, I can't even remember. I think one double O two in San Antonio. She was 59 five in Westmont. You know, it's not, it's not the end of the world because like her problem at trials was going fast in the wrong at the wrong meet. Um, So I guess that's not the end of the world. And we know Bowman swimmers aren't going to be as fast in season. Um, But you know, I, it, it felt to me like she had her spark last year going into trials. She came up a little bit short of expectations I think it can be hard to work back from that and sort of recapture that energy. Um, and I just, I think there's too much coming behind her. I think Catherine Burkoff with the trials experience under her belt is better for it. And, and Catherine Burkoff is clearly a better swimmer than she was just what she did in the hundred free during the college season um, shows that she's, 
she's got better feel for the water or feeling her training or whatever, you know, however you want to describe it. She's clearly just a better swimmer than she was a year ago. Um, and so between her and Reagan, assuming Stanford has a better taper than they had at trials, which I think is going to be a big conversation, you know, Reagan looked pretty good there. Um, so it seems like Greg has got this, this double taper maybe worked out pretty well. Um, Personally, I just don't I, think, I, I know I, you're a big, I, I don't guy, think it's a Coleman. double taper, um, uh, magical formula. I think it's talent. Okay. I think talent, like I said before, is going to do talent. So I feel like Reagan Smith is going to throw down what she's going to throw down, no matter who is coaching her, no matter what point she's in at the season. Loretta, do you see anyone uh, dethroning Ryan White for second place? Do you think Claire can creep up? It's possible but I'm going to draw the line in the sand and say no. All right. So last little topic. Uh, We saw a lot of newbies on the 2020 Olympic team dethrone a lot of the more veteran swimmers. Do we see any of them bouncing back to make the team? You got uh, Leah Smith, Melanie Margalis. We were listing these earlier. Kelsey Dahlia, especially Leah Smith with, with all the rising distant talent. She obviously had an off trials, but do you think she can bounce back to make the team in something after making the move to Texas? Let's go through them one at a time. Let's let's real quick sink or swim them. <laughs> um, right. Who was the first one you said? Le- Leah Smith. We'll start with Leah. I think yes. Emma Nordine is gone. Um, between her and Paige Madden, I think I think Texas has a hot hand. I think Leah makes the team. All right. Loretta, um, sink or swim, Leah Smith? Swim. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're swimming, Leah. Melanie Margalis, yeah. sink or swim, 2 IM, maybe 4 IM. She's got a couple shots. I'm going to – if she swims the 400 IM, we know she doesn't like swimming the 400 IM. Right, right. Um, but I'm going to swim the 400 IM. I don't think she makes the 200 IM. Um, I think she could – I think there's a chance she's focusing on like a 200 free for a relay spot. So I'm going to swim her getting back on the team. I do. I agree. Brayden. Uh, same reasons. We're swimming Melanie Margalis. All right. Kelsey Dahlia sink or swim. I'm sinking this. I think Claire is a woman on fire. And as Loretta said, talent's going to talent and Tori Husk has all the talent. Um, So I'm sinking it. I'm going to swim it because I'm holding out for my Louisville, Kentucky, my brother, sister. I think she's going to somehow pull it out. So I am sinking. Okay. Dahlia not making the team, AKA she will make the team. (laughs) We're torn on Dahlia. All right. And that is our 2022 U S trials women's preview. Stay tuned for our men's coming out later this week.